You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odi Mari Sodi Mari Mari Sodi Mari Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Now the game's being played, I know it now. Up in the snow, but I got to know now. Something, no, I want the butt. I, I honestly like, so I thought that song was so romantic when it first came out. Like, it was like, oh, that's thug love. You know what I mean? And then I heard the explicit version. It's just like, I'm just trying to get a nut. Man, I love that. I miss DMX. I miss that energy, man. You know, I don't think I've ever heard the um, really? raw version of that. Oh, my goodness. We got to uh, we gotta play that immediately after after this. Because yes. it's literally the chorus is just like, I'm I'm trying to get a nut. To show they want to give me the butt. What? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what we have to also watch what? for the culture? What? belly yes for the culture and i actually think that it's available maybe on hbo or something Ooh. i'll see but yeah i i was it's on my list of uh for the culture and yes we you know we just also we just watched um what was that movie with uh romeo must die yes going so back we have and... to talk about that one week because you oh, know man that's right we this was that we watched that like before anything we did. We uh, did. regarding DMX. Yeah, oh. it was just because we were like, oh yeah, this movie's cool. It's blackness. Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah's on oh, there. Aaliyah and DMX are back together. And yeah. <sighs> all right, I know. I poured one out, and I'm gonna pour another one out. Please, because he just he was very special. So um. So what are we watching this week? This week? Oh wait, hold on. Let me do some. Wow, wow, watch. My dad, my dad, my dad. Do not know me, but I'm watching you right now. Watch, 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 watch. Here we go. So what are we watching? You're enjoying yourself. Yes. It, honestly, if I don't, <laughs> then who will? <laughs> well, um, so we watched two things this week. Mm-hmm. And the first one that we're going to talk about is a new thriller, uh, psychological, th- racial thriller mm-hmm. uh, called Them. And I want you to tell the people, if you remember... Mm-hmm. What was the name? I forgot what you said about this. What did you okay, call so, this? Okay, so for those of you... Oh, oh, you're asking me what, what this was? You said it was like a certain type of genre, but now I don't remember what... Oh, what the genre. Honestly, I should have wrote I should have wrote it down. It's, 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 yeah. I mean... It was like psychological race... Yeah, psychological racial thriller. Yes. Might have been exactly what I said. Because what we have in the subcategory when we as black people are telling our stories mm-hmm. the last few years i would say there's been an uptick in mm-hmm. which we are the ca- ca- not only are we cast in these horror movies as the, you know leading in this majority us and mm-hmm. it's our story but it's also playing with a lot of the you know historical uh, experiences that we have experienced mm-hmm. that our people have experienced and so it's coloring like this, this, this whole, there's a whole genre of it. You know what Candy I mean? Candyman. Candyman, 
us, them. Oh, I did say, and no, I'm not making light. This is proprietary information. Yes, this is proprietary. I'm, I'm putting it in the mail and I'm going to mail it to myself. I already know that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> but, so, so I am currently, I'm planning on writing a script. It's going to be along, <laughs> along the lines of us and now them, mine, going to be called D's. Now, people, I want you to tell us, because this is my personal opinion, <laughs> that it should be a parody mm -hmm. of the black psycho psychological racial thrillers a la Scary Movie and not another teen movie. I personally think it could be really funny. I honestly don't know how to do a comedy in which it's psychological racial humor. Listen, I feel like we could do it. We oh are super boy. creative. Yes, we are very creative. I mean, we've they've made movies out of more ridiculous things. Yeah. So yeah, but I think we could do it. I don't know. We'll we'll have to figure out. But okay, so for the <laughs> listeners, tell us a little bit about them. Okay, so them is about a black family that moves to Compton in Los Angeles, which used to be all white mm -hmm. before white flight, mm -hmm. and then malevolent, malevolent forces next door and out of the world want to taunt, ravage, and destroy them. It's okay, you did not practice that voice before. I didn't. It that just was, came to me as I was, was talking. Immediately. It came to me as I was talking. Thank you so much. I, I really I, hope the listeners can decipher. Oh, okay. Basically, what that it's a black it was. a black family moves to Compton mm -hmm. and basically they're just they're being terrorized by both the whites in the area, the mm -hmm. white racism, and then there's like some sort of supernatural poltergeistist this, bullshit happening yeah, also is, in the house. So it's like they're getting it from all sides. Yeah, this takes place, um, like, in the past. You know what I mean? I believe it was 19... Because the father comes back from war. Yes. Um, it's probably, like, 1956, I think, or 1954, mm -hmm. around that time. A, like, let's say the 1950s. Yeah, 1950s. Um, back when, yeah, like you just said, during that time when uh, Compton was a just, like, all white neighborhood, you know, mm -hmm. just and it's so weird to from like a cultural yeah. standpoint to think of it like that is, I guess, true that that happened. That I mean, it's like, interesting when you know. when you think about um, most cities in in the United States, there has been a lot of like reverse gentrification. Yeah, like Flatbush, even though Flatbush has for the most part, been a very, like, quote-unquote diverse, you know, little Africa, little Caribbean mm -hmm. um, area. Pre, like, before that, it was a mostly, like, white neighborhood. Yeah. And there were some areas, like, uh, Fort Totten. Fort, what? I always call it Fort Totten. We are not in Maryland. Mm -hmm. Fort Greene. <laughs> I don't know why. I that... literally always call it Fort Totten. Okay, why did Maryland have to come into this factor? It's just I always call it Fort Totten. It's just I'm used to Fort Totten for some reason. Okay, Howard days when you come mean back to me. Fort Green. When you mean Fort Green. Anyway, okay, then. so now like that area is like, or used to be like when Spike Lee was growing up, super black. Yes, but before that, it was mostly like Italian, mm -hmm. Polish. Like there's just. The the areas have changed, mm -hmm. but most of that change was due to white flight. When black people would move in, yeah. they would move out. When my grandparents had their brownstone on Herkimer, mm -hmm. 
there was when they were moving in, a lot of the white people moved out, and then all of a sudden the poverty rate started to go yeah. down, redlining, all that other racial bullshit. Yes. Um. So it was really interesting to be like, oh, we're in Compton, yeah, and these Negroes are here. <laughs> And then when they were talking about Watts, yeah, I, I, did you ever see that movie with Tyrese called Watts? No, no. And it's this whole like. Oh my god! First off, put it on the list. We're gonna have to watch that we're with Belly, it. okay? Yes. But <laughs> but it's to think about when you look at our our cultural zeitgeist now. You don't even need to describe what it is. It's you already Watts know it's and Watts. Tyrese, okay? And there I, was a whole song about it. I have it. an image in my head about it. Um, I just think that Compton and Watts, when you think about LA, is the places that you think of as black people are there. Yep. It may or may not be like a, the nicest areas. Yeah. I wasn't Compton where Rodney King was beat up or somewhere around there. Look, Compton is is a part of our culture as much as. I would say like New York City or something. I don't know, or you know, yeah, but, it is. But yeah, yeah. It's one of those cities where you just know. It's like when people say Marcy Projects. Mm-hmm. It, imagine if when if you were to look back <laughs> and you go to Marcy Projects. I mean, you although, might, yeah, you do that now. Now it's yeah, pretty white. It's pretty much like a, just a cupcake place that's right across the street from the juice place. That's right across the street from the. <laughs> and fun fact, I don't know if you know from the project building. There are tours now of Marcy Projects where white people go around yeah. and take photos and be like, this is where Jay-Z lived. You know what's and, funny? Yeah. I lived right over there um, for two years in a slumlord's paradise. <laughs> it was uh, very disgusting <laughs> and it was awful. Uh, shout out uh, to the interracial couple who was living in the basement in the room right next to mine. And boy, oh boy, there was a lot of fighting and argument and domestic abuse and racial abuse as well, because it's like, well, like, holy crap, he just beat the shit out of her. But then it was also like, wow, she literally called him the N-word, like just straight up, straight up. And then it was a white woman and a black man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. There's so many layers to that story. Yeah, exactly. And I was just Do we want to shout them out or do we want to hope that they're in therapy and living? No, no, I'm. I'm, oh boy, when I say shout them out, I mean like thank you for just like I really hope y'all are okay, like yeah. individually. Yeah. I don't mean for your relationship. Y'all were horrible together Separate. and y'all kept me up uh, a lot uh, back then. <laughs> it was three o'clock in the morning. I'm now I have now I'm up and awake and listening to this uh, awful nightmare. I'm gonna put some adult swim on or something because now I can't get back to sleep. Well, it's um, speaking just, of oh, nightmares. but yeah, I lived, <laughs> I lived in Marcy projects. I mean, not in pro I lived near there. Mm. There's a chicken spot. It was my favorite chicken spot. <laughs> they have a picture of Jay-Z just on the wall. Like, uh, yeah, he used to come to this chicken spot all the time. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. I'm eating the same chicken that Jay-Z ate. <laughs> but, um, that's a long so, way to go for that. Uh, back to them. <laughs> I don't even know if it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, basically they move into this area. It's all white. Yes. Um, and we watched the first two episodes. Yes. I'm going to say that these are my, this is my takeaway from the show already. Because I right. think, excuse me, Amazon doesn't, didn't do for, ze- for, th- for them, for mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. what they did for, for <laughs> what they did for Invincible, where they do like one episode each week. Yeah. It's just like everything's out there. Yeah. They did the Netflix uh, route for this one. And I actually, I, initially I was upset when I was just like, wait a minute, all the episodes are available. Like that's messed up. Now I kind of see why. I mean, personally, um, I, if this show 
just off the first two episodes, mm-hmm. there's already a backstory that is disturbing to me in a yeah. way that I'm not really interested in. Mm-hmm. So, like, ba- now, this is spoiler alert, spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Now, this is the thing for me. Mm-hmm. If we continue watching this show and I find out that that white lady stole their baby and used it for something weird or killed it. Like, these are, there's just some stories that I personally don't think we need to see Mm -hmm. in the midst of there being black bodies on TV just on the regular. I mean, look, honestly, I would, I would disagree with you in that, yes, the this is a very uncomfortable sort of storyline that they're setting up and there's a lot of all there's already a lot of theories that uh people are like posting online and stuff like that uh i would say that if that is the route that they're going down um it is it's not i hate saying stuff like this and obviously not like removing the supernatural aspect yeah. of it it's not like that's never happened. Oh, yeah, and no, for sure. white people taking black people... At any point. At yes. any point, yeah. <laughs> we know. Like, man. I'm about to... Not even... I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about all of us. Like, adults, women, children, all of us. Like, no, that, that is... is that's American a thing history. That they do. I just... For me, I don't know how much I personally can take... Right. Um, ...of just really having a very uh, just traumatic experience on top of the fact that there's scary shit happening. Yeah, okay, The I scary understand. shit by itself is mm-hmm. enough to make me be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. But now I have to think about, did they take Lil C? I don't remember his name, but they call, wow. him, they call, they call I'm calling him Lil C. Okay. Because um, baby C, Lil C. Yeah. But I think they called him Caesar was the baby's name. I believe that like, might be the case. First of all, that was the cutest fucking baby. First off, all of the kids all on the, the kids show are, are so are, fucking cute. All the black cute. kids. All the black, black kids. kids. Yeah. And, <laughs> but did you realize that um, Shahidi Wright Joseph, she's the old, eldest daughter and she's the one that was in Us. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. And she's gotten that's super right. tall. And that movie only came out two years ago and she's grown like a weed. Mm. I feel like an auntie. I'm <laughs> well, like, wow, I mean, look how big she's gotten. Like, let's be real. You are auntie. I'm, like, I'm auntie AJ. Like, no, you're auntie uh, description. <laughs> that's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly, auntie. I can imagine you in a robe puttering around the house. Yes. I mean, I like to putter. And I like robes. They're soft. There we go. I actually do like robes. And <laughs> I actually, like, I've always, this is this is a weird tangent, but for a long time, I always associated um, bathrobes with two things, with, like, like luxury mm-hmm. and or being a gangster. Because I've mm. only, for some reason, like, it just, in I my head, like- I grew up with just like, man, that that's that works. That feels like drug money. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the mobsters they'll always have like their robe open mm. and they're like they're just in their boxer shorts, yeah. maybe a white beater. Somehow they have like all the gold rings in the world on their hands, and like they just are just swinging with their luxurious robes. And also, if you're like you know a businessman, mm-hmm. you're in your house, you have your comfy robe with your slippers. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man, and I have a robe myself. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yes. um, 
something that you had brought up to me when we were watching mm-hmm. was that you felt like the father was not a good husband. Okay, so based just okay, right off the rip, right off the bat in the first episode, the whole premise is that this family is moving to um this neighborhood right mm-hmm. in the car he straight up is just like yeah like of course there's gonna be like black people there <laughs> like you know it's just, of course like i in my head that's okay so obviously i want everybody to take a shot anytime you ever hear me do an impression because guess what those impressions are always terrible anyhow so he's just You're gonna be drunk but exactly you will <laughs> But the father essentially tricks his family into going there by saying, like, yeah, there's going to be black people. And not only are they the only black family in this neighborhood and in this very bored suburban neighborhood where, A, it's racism left and right. And B, it's just a whole bunch of just like housewives that are just having Karen. Yes, it's Karenville. They have nothing better to do than to, like, take their folding lawn chairs and sit right outside the house. And playing that music. I literally love. Like when she came out at the like towards the end of the first episode mm-hmm. with the gun, yeah, I was like, I'm surprised she didn't do that earlier because that is psychological torture. Yeah, and the fact I'm like, you know, I really just realized that being a mean girl mm-hmm. is in white people's epigenetics. Yeah, I because think so too. they have literally been the pettiest of patties for no reason yeah. other than they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking specifically about white women. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also agreeing with you about white women. I'm going to find Imagine the, you spent your entire life being number two, just culturally. I just mean, imagine. And you're and trying then, to vie to be number one. Exactly. And while you're number two and you're trying to be number one, but you're being kept down and yet somehow you're still partnering with that bullshit, in order to make yourself feel better, you look down below you to see who else, and then just the bullshit just rolls downhill. And that's that's why I don't fuck about these white women. There's a there's a book, and I and I don't remember the title off the top of my head, but I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's called um, "They Were Slave Owners Too" or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and it talks about white women owning slaves yeah. in the South and antebellum, whatever. Yeah. And it, because I think that when we watch, you know, Gone with the Wind and all these other slave narratives, mm-hmm. uh, the white women are like the damsel in distress. Yeah. So we don't really get to see the true stories of the fact that these white women were buying, selling, raping, beating, yeah. mutilating, yeah. being the cause yeah. of the mutilating yeah. for slaves. Lying on us. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, there was so much that happened. And uh, I read. Uh, narrative of the life of a slave girl which is a true story mm-hmm. um it's one of those books that you read and you don't want to look at white people for like a week mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> or longer yeah. and there, that one even though she, of course because like it's made in like 18 whatever mm-hmm. she definitely was a lot more um uh, chaster she didn't say, describe things as bluntly as yeah. we would have now or yeah. like when you read books about slavery now mm-hmm. um but everything she talked about it was just like you saw the damage that white women were doing, yeah. but no one ever thinks of them as being the damagers. Of course. When in reality, so much of the reason why all of us mm-hmm. in general have not come up to where we should be in, as in, like an equitable society yeah. is because white women have been so married to whiteness mm-hmm. and white feminism mm-hmm. that they have literally kept us back. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, excuse me, when one person particularly a black person, a black woman, mm-hmm. gets something, that means everybody is going to get it. Yes. So, But they have been so 
racist and idiotic, mm-hmm. but they don't care if they're going to also benefit from the thing, mm-hmm. even though they currently benefit from affirmative action way more mm-hmm. than us. They benefit from welfare mm-hmm. and housing lotteries and all those things mm-hmm. way more than us, but yet and still would be do stupid, ridiculous shit, mm-hmm. like sit outside your house yeah. with boom boxes mm-hmm. and trying to scare you out of a neighborhood mm-hmm. for no other reason but that you're black. Uh, but yeah, the father's bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know I went on a tangent. Yeah, no. I did. Uh, yeah, like, he, it's just the, the fact that, look, I'm in, in later in the second episode, you find out that there's a level of PTSD mm-hmm. uh, because he came back from the war. But even, even with that being said, like, to, to just take your family and put them in this environment, look, like, you know what this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to sort of put them in that environment... And without telling them, that's what it was. I think the thing is that one kind of in that time, Mm -hmm. the same way as of in a slightly way now, Mm -hmm. you can't bring your family, what black person, what black family is going to move anywhere Mm -hmm. and not be impacted by racism. So you can't, even if you say, yeah, there's a lot of black people there or there will be black people there, Mm -hmm. like you're still going to be impacted by it. Mm -hmm. And two, from what they're showing of where they were living before and whatever happened to them before, yeah. it was I'm I'm assuming that it must have been great enough mm-hmm. where this was like, even if we're about to be a bunch of all these white people, somehow going this to be is better better than where we came from. Yeah. So that's my only thinking. That's my only kind of grace for him. Yeah. But I, I want to say... White dude came in and at some point and uh, killed the dogs. Like, they're in the basement trying to... I don't think the white bullshit. dude killed the dog. I, I think the poltergeist, Miss Karen, uh, whatever, Miss Miss Vera... <laughs> there is a poltergeist. And <laughs> His name is Miss... You know what? No, moving forward. Karen. Yeah, we're calling it Miss Karen. Yeah. I'm not calling it Miss Vera. I'm like, where did you sing that song? It's, it's a Karen. Look at these Karens. I think that's what we're going with. Karen the Pulitzer guys. Um, (laughs) But I think that the Karen killed the dog. Uh And then he, but like no one knows. And I just want to say, this is now one thing bad part on the family. You're moving to an all white neighborhood. Uh You better get you a, a better dog than that. Yeah, because what sorry. is that dog doing for you? That was that little tiny, little tiny beagle. Type it was of like a thing. little terrier, I believe. But yeah, it was like a terrier. A terrier is not doing nothing. You want a terrier? You need yourself a pit bull. Get an American red nose terrier. Mm. Get you some blue nose terrier. Mm-hmm. You better get something else because that dog is not cutting it when the white people are stalking you outside your home. Yeah, yeah. And they like dogs, so they're not going to kill them. Just remember how his boss oh, yeah, was all right. crying about whatever sprinkles? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, being super racist. And then it's like, oh, my dog died. And then it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's a what a what a fun thing to is always true. Like <laughs> white racism exists, but you love animals. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyhow. <laughs> so my I'm going to give we're going to struggle to to watch. Uh, it's going to be a struggle. I'm going to give you out of a 10. Right now, my interest in watching it is a five. Okay, that's fair. And I really, I'm really. It's nervous. more. It's less about um, the the cinematography or even the no, writing all of the or the is character. Really great. It's your what you're saying is that you just don't like this. You find the storyline like scary and and and, tra- and traumatizing. Yeah, and, and, and triggering. So that that's I, I completely like that understandable. So when you say give it in a five. That's the reason why. You know yes. what I mean? Like, the, the acting on there is top-notch. 
for me, I am so far, I'm giving it about a seven and a half. I'm interested in where things go. I will be watching it with the light on moving yeah, forward. Yeah. And also like watching SpongeBob or Time immediately right after. afterwards <laughs> assume, saging the place like i assume well, first and foremost i'm watching this in the morning like i'm not watching this <laughs> like at night in the nighttime no when i have dreams no no, <laughs> no. wake up when i don't have dreams <laughs> um okay so the next thing we watched and we're this is going to be a short one but i think that it's fine because we it was good it was a good episode yeah we're still tackling the falcon and the winter soldier tackling no it's a really good show i think it's pretty good i think um now this is the stuff that you know i hate about the, Fal- the falcon and the winter soldier yes captain america's face yes i th- hate it this has been uh <laughs> on the record you have said this <laughs> to the point where i'm like yeah no you don't have to say it anymore <laughs> well and also this bootleg r.i.p chadwick boseman is they found a boot like him. And I'm serious that I feel like they did this on purpose. And I think that they purposely cast the people that they cast for Captain America. And what was his name? Battlestar? Battlestar. Bishop. Battlestar. Lamar. I feel like they they purposely um, cast those two people Mm -hmm. as people we would find unlikable. Because you already know. You put a black man, one, the whole dynamic of this white man having this black sidekick, don't like it. Yeah, and it's, it's already first and foremost. Like, the fact is, like, oh, yeah, Captain America, you know, and his, it's not sidekick, but his good friend who also is an Avenger, you know, the Falcon. Now we have a new Captain America. <laughs> and w- what's this guy? <laughs> Battlestar. God. Wait a minute. In timeout. I, I, okay, I feel dumb. I feel dumb about this. And I'm not, you know, it's fine. But we're, what, four episodes in? I didn't realize that the new Captain America didn't have some type of uh, super soldier serum going on. Oh. I thought that, yeah, that's, I just thought like, oh, Captain America. So they not only did, <laughs> <laughs> did they replace Captain America, like not even, like the dirt isn't even on the fucking coffin, but they replaced Steve Rogers with this, punchable face ass <laughs> Captain America and gave him a black sidekick. But he's not even like pow- as powerful as a Captain America. He's yeah. not a fucking super soldier. But you know what? Isn't that a battle star? I'm st- an <laughs> allegory for like America, specifically white America, is like keep propping yourself up as like this shining light when really you have no skin in the game, really. Like you're no- you have no credence. You don't deserve this position because. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Um, That's a good way uh, to put it. But uh, Lamar, and spoiler alert, spoiler alert, All spoiler alert. All of this alert. is spoiler alert. Spoiler. Lamar, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm brother. I'm glad you got this role in mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. What's the actor's name? <laughs> um, the actor's name is... Um, you know what? Shout out to you, uh, uh, dude. Like, I get it. You know, like, getting that Disney Plus money, you know... His name is Clay Bennett. Yes. So I'm sorry that I called you a. Oh, but d- damn, he really looks kind of like Chadwick Boseman a little bit. You guys can be cousins. I'm sorry I called you a a bootleg, Chadwick. Honestly, it's not even your fault. It's it's let's blame it on Disney. It, I do because we'll you want to know what they give him certain like certain ways that he's moving and talking that just reminds me of Chadwick. Yeah. And the way they had his hair and all that, that was what was pissing me off. So 
Clay, I hope that your Battlestar character gets the best funeral possible, mm-hmm. but I'm really glad I don't have to see your face anymore. Yeah. And I just think that it was a great setup for hopefully me never to have to see Captain America's face anymore. Oh, yeah. Because Bucky's going to kill him. Yeah, Bucky's going to. Or the Dora Milaje. First of, yeah, everybody, like, whoop the fuck out of this Can Captain America. The door, the, when the Dora Milaje <laughs> whooped his ass, when she said the Dora Milaje's jurisdiction is wherever the fuck the Dora Milaje are, mm-hmm. I said, yes, black woman. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I am wherever I want to be. Exactly. And I will be there without your permission, because mm-hmm. I don't need it. There was a debate online that I saw, and I'll just oh, make I this that, real yeah. quick about, oh, because there's a scene where, you know, during the Dora Milaje fighting <laughs> Captain America and Battlestar, uh, basically they they just like do beep, pop, boop to Bucky's arm <laughs> and it falls off. They deactivated it. And the argument was just like, oh, that's messed up that like uh, they didn't trust Bucky. And like, first and foremost, uh, the fact that they uh, helped this white dude yeah. didn't have to. Didn't have to. And guess what? Don't owe him any sort of fucking trust. And also, you always put his fail safe in something. Yeah. Ex- You'd be dumb not <laughs> See, to. See, exactly. That is what I'm talking about. If you, first and foremost, anything, if I'm giving you something that could potentially come back to bite me, I'm setting myself up to know how to uh, disable you or beat your ass, okay? Yes. So, no, uh, no, 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 no. It's called being smart. It's called forward thinking. It's called Black Queens. Shout out to the door, Milaje. Love them. Fantastic. Um, I think this episode was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to see where Nemo went. He went his El Chapo ass. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> Zemo? First and foremost. Oh, okay. I always call him Nemo. I know. And is Because uh, every time I hear his a... name, it always makes mm-hmm. me laugh. And I always think of him. I was like, Nemo. Finding yeah. Nemo. Yep. And as a comic book uh, <laughs> enthusiast, that is completely not infuriating every single time you do it. Um, boy, oh boy, but even the ending of the episode, I, I, look, man, the world, I saw where this was going. Oh, yeah, he has crazy, Captain America has fucking crazy eyes. Yeah, of course, but, hey, you know what, hey, uh, I look forward to seeing his downfall. Me too, and I really want, um, Bucky to kill him. Yeah, it it should be Bucky. Sam's not gonna kill him, he's Mm. too much of a good guy, but Bucky, rip his head off, please. Thank you, Mm. he's a dumbass, he's gonna misuse it, and we don't need those type of problems. Yeah, them type of problems? Yo, you, let's get some water. You know, let's get some water. I, we'll be right back. You're just you're ridiculous. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black and Snurdy Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Black and Snurdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where snurds of a feather flock together. Remember, (laughs) no, this is keeping it. (laughs) We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I actually want to keep that.